Hi there, I'm Nikki Schrerer, and you're listening to The Jazz Session, the original jazz interview podcast. Lesson one, basic hip. This is episode 579 for the 15th of December, 2021. French vocalist Camille Berthaud is a dazzling musician whose expressive personality permeates everything she does in the best possible way. Initially a classical pianist, she soon found her voice, so to speak, as a jazz vocalist, immersing herself in transcribing not only jazz solos by the greats, but also intricate classical melodies by Debussy, Bach and more. One of her early claims to fame was penning a French vocalise to Coltrane's BMS Giant Steps, but she pays homage to the tradition of French chanteurs with equal ease and, as always, superb musicality. We talk about her trajectory and her response to my question, do you ever not feel like singing, is really quite wonderful. You'll have to listen to the entire interview to hear her answer. Here is my conversation with Camille. Très tôt tu m'as montré comment rire avec les yeux Très tôt t'as changé tes mains Camille, welcome to the jazz session and thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I'm such a fan of your work and so it's a real treat to get to chat to you and to learn more about you and to speak to you about two of your albums, uh, Tigre, which came out in 2020, Mm -hmm. and... I'm going to say it in English, giant steps, but uh, pas de géant or pas de géant? Pas de géant. Pas de géant, right, because there's that accent. Okay. Which came out in 2018. Before we get to the, the music, I just wanted to learn a bit more about you along with anybody who's listening to this podcast. Um, but I realized that your father is a jazz pianist and you studied jazz at the Paris Conservatory? Yes, exactly. Um, he told me... Uh, piano, but more classical when I was uh, four or five. And I entered the conservatory when I was seven. And so I spent the um, most of my childhood at the conservatory um, learning uh, classical, uh, opera. Uh, so yeah, I studied during 15 years, something like that, um, music. And when you finished, when you were, I don't know, 18 or, you know, and you were out of school or early 20s, what was that period like? Where did you go? How did you think about being a musician? Yeah, I decided really to quit because uh, I was quite 
frustrated uh, with the, um, it was, I was um, studying at the conservatory uh, and it was very strict and I wasn't feeling good uh, to study charts, partitures and reading partitures and playing, playing them. So I really felt that um, I was, I was needed something else. So I quit to do some um, theater. I studied theater. I, I wrote plays for children. And uh, I, I, yeah, I was around 20 and I started to, to compose songs for these plays. And really, I finally, I, I came back to, to jazz very slowly, uh, but surely. Uh, finally, it was the music I was listening to from the beginning. And I was really doing this music at home with my dad. He was playing the piano and I was singing, but it, I was considering that really like, um, like something for, like, like a hobby. Uh, I was not considering that like something serious. But yes, I came back to the conservatory around 24 years old uh, to study jazz a little more um, uh, all the theory uh, i i i, I uh, studied uh, how to to write uh, big bands uh, i i studied a, a little of saxophone uh, of jazz piano of singing so so i i really studied lots of kind of things and finally i discovered that um, singing was the the, the, the way to connect everything I like. Uh, I like drama, I like uh, performing, I like uh, writing lyrics, uh, and I like improvising. So I really connect everything. And yes, in my project, you really can find all I, I tried to connect all my life. Finally, I, I succeed to, to do it. Absolutely. It's funny, as you say all those things, I'm looking at my notes and I've got ask her about drama and theater, ask her about classical music, ask her about fast lines. So it's all it's all very much in your music. Those are things that I've definitely picked up on. I first became aware of your work because I was familiar with the pianist Dan Tepfer and his mm -hmm. music. And you started working with him and you went to New York to make um, Pas de mm -hmm. Géant. Can you talk about how that happened and how you led to work with Dan and went to New mm. York as well? Um, so I, I finished the, the conservatory in France again, uh, in jazz. Um, and I, I was learning at this, at this moment, I was learning lots of different uh, solos from uh, masters. I was found, like lots of, uh, jazz musicians are, are doing that, but maybe not. It's not that common uh, as a singer. So I was learning it, and I did this video uh, of Giant Steps uh, from Coltrane, and I posted uh, on uh, social medias really to share it with my friends. I, I I never planned something more, and really it 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 it, uh, it went viral in very 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 fastly, and. Is this is this with your vocalese in French or was this just you scatting? No, just just the scat, just the scat. scat. I, I I I didn't I I didn't write already um, lyrics on the 
on the solo and um, maybe one week after uh, I was uh, discovered by a, a label from New York, Sunnyside Records from uh, Francois Alakin. And he asked me, do, do, did you record something? It's interesting what you do. Uh, and I, I just, I was just finishing to record a, a project, uh, Envie, which is my, my first album. And he really, he, he was really interested to release it. So uh, I released my first album at Sunnyside Record and it really opened, opened to me lots of doors because I, after that, I went to, to New York to, to meet Francois Alacan, to meet my label, to, to, to release my album, to, to meet the jazz uh, scene. And, uh, and he introduced me to a lot of musicians, to Dan Tepfer, to Michael Leonard, who, who did um, uh, the arrangement of my, my next album, uh, Pas de Géant and Le Tigre. Uh, and, he really introduced me to the to the New York jazz uh, scene, and uh, and after that, I for my second album, uh, lots of things happened. I, I tour uh, in all all over the world because really, um, I I I started lots of kind of collaborations because internet it's kind of magical. You you can you 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 cannot plan in advance what what is going to arrive. So I had, for example, I had lots of success in Brazil. So I went to Brazil many, many times. I, I learned, uh, I learned to speak Portuguese and I'm, I did lots, lots of collaborations there. And yeah, I started, I started to, to tour all over the world. I, I recorded my second album, uh, in, at Sony, Sony music. And in this album, I invited Dan Tepfer, Michael Leonard. I had, I was very lucky to, to play as well with Jeff Ballard, with Joe Saunders and um, many musicians. So, and Le Tigre after that, uh, my, my last album, uh, which was released the last year, uh, I kept the same arranger, Michael Leonard. Um, and um, yeah, I, I focused maybe with a band uh, more um, more local to 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 tour with them after that uh, easier. But uh, yeah, it, it, we 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 really can say that it changed my life in a way. Um, it started with something really, really, you know, really stupid. Uh, I, I was I was really working my um, my vocalize I, I was walking my voice that way like many musicians are doing and and really it connected me with many many people I, I would have I wouldn't have met normally you know it was really it really helped me to open the doors it is amazing well it's the power of the internet right and when it's used in a great way this is what can happen so it's Wonderful. Completely. I think like like everything, um, everything which which is really powerful. Uh, you you can have really big negative points, and you you can have really positive points at the same time. So if you use it in a good way, and it's not that easy, uh, I'm really trying to. I'm really trying to consider internet like like if it was 
um, a boulevard, like if it was a street, like, like if I was in the street and, and it really helped me to, to meet lots of people um, I would have met normally. And that's why it's so interesting. That's why internet is so interesting. It connects you, it, it invents co new connection. Did you record Le Tigre in New York as well, or did you record that in France? I I didn't. I never recorded uh, my album in New York. My three album, uh, yeah, my three album um, was recorded in uh, in France, but released. The first one was released uh, in okay. uh, uh, Sunnyside in in US, but the second one I recorded in uh, in Paris with Sony France. And uh, I, I invited some American musicians, Jeff Ballard, Joe Sanders, Dan Tepfer, Michael Leonard, but uh, I, I recorded in France and uh, the last one, Le Tigre as well, I recorded in France because it was based really um, by, it was in Sony France. So okay. I needed to, 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 be, to be in France to record it. Let's talk about uh, the vocalese and let's talk about Giant Steps because you do it so well and you've written lyrics to it in French. Do you still love performing it? Because everywhere you go, people must say, oh, I hope that you're going to sing your version of Giant Steps. Mm -hmm. um, now, I am a little down with mm -hmm. that because I did it so many times. You cannot imagine how many. I, I really had this idea to put some lyrics because I wanted to do it on my in my way. My I think I'm... Uh, my my specialty, if we can say, is really uh, lyrics writing uh, more than anything else. So I really wanted to put my words on it because lots of people can can sing solos. Uh, if if uh, a musician work on memorization, he can do it. But I I, I was thinking that it was interesting to to to. I don't know, to mix uh, this uh, masterpiece with maybe some, um, yeah, some vocal, vocalese and almost rap, you know, it, it, it's, it's almost rap. So I, I, I really wanted to do so, something with that uh, and not just to stay on the performance or on the velocity on the, I wanted to, 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 to say something. Yeah. Uh, so, what do the lyrics mean, Cami? What are the lyrics about for those who are not fluent in French? Yes, I in my album, uh, I, I there is the translation for for those who, who wants to 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 get all the the, the, the translation. It's possible to find it. Um, I'm really I'm. It's hard to say because I'm really talking about all the adventure uh, which happened to me. Um, that I, uh, I, I told you, uh, all, all of that thing, I put a video and, and everything changed to me. And it's really funny because uh, the name of the track is uh, Giant Steps and it really uh, helped me to make a Giant Steps in my life. So that, that was quite something strange. Uh, and I'm telling that and I am speaking about some some things I read about improvisation, about Coltrane, about uh, sincerity, about impulsion, about intention. I'm, I'm, yes, I'm talking about all of that. 
it's it's quite hard to to tell in detail. Dan Tepfer and had this musical uh, Simpatico because one of the things that Dan is well known for is his variations on Goldberg variations. And your roots are classical, as you mentioned, but if people go online, they can see fantastic footage of you playing Liszt, uh, Chopin, and uh, Debussy. Yeah. You're a very serious classical pianist. While you are transcribing jazz solos, you also often sing instrumental classical music and you'll sing the melodies um, a cappella or while you're accompanying yourself. Uh, mm -hmm. There's even a, I love the video of you cooking while listening and singing along to, along to Glenn Gould playing Bach. And there's a beautiful short track on Pas de Géant, uh, which is it's just called Goldberg. Can you talk about how you bring your love for classical music? into your being a jazz performer and there being improvisation in what you do, how you marry the two? Mm -hmm. um, I really wanted um, to, to keep these roots, even if it was quite, I, I, I had really this, um, like I, I told you, for me, it was really strict, strict moment uh, when I was studying the piano. It was not that funny. I, I, it's in my body, you know, I, I have been uh, playing classical music for uh, so many years. But at the same time, I really wanted to connect uh, the vibe, um, the good vibe I am in when I'm singing and when I'm singing jazz, when I'm singing improvisation. I really wanted to, to connect 
maybe maybe like like if I I wanted a re reconciliation. Can you can you understand? I don't know how to say in English. Yeah, re, re, yeah, reconcile, bring together. Yes. So when I'm singing back and when I'm singing back about uh, cooking and when I'm, I I really want to make it fun because uh, finally uh, doing some music is really having fun and for me it was it wasn't that obvious when I was a, a child so I really wanted to con connect this sensation and yes I, I met Dan and Dan uh, was um, really in in this uh, we we had the same roots um so for me to, but lots at the same time I met lots of jazz musicians who started with classical it's almost the most of the time it's uh, it's that but uh, yes I, I really felt that oh, okay he's he's playing back and I used to play back and maybe it can be fun back uh, uh, Bach was uh, an improviser. Jean-Sébastien Bach was really an improviser. So it, it really has a connection with, um, with improvisation, with, uh, with scat, with... So yes, I, I, I wanted to, to connect all of that stuff. And for me, it was a, a, good, um, a good opportunity to do it. What do you think about that idea of theatricality? Because as you said earlier, you were writing plays and performing plays for children at a point. And when you perform, there is a sense of drama and it's wonderful, it's exciting. And there are a lot of, with jazz singers, it's interesting, can go either way. Some jazz singers are very, not shy, but they keep to themselves, they're reserved. It's very kind of insular. Other jazz singers are like, no, no, there's a story. There is drama. This is a performance. There must be energy. Mm -hmm. What do you think about those two things? I really think art is made to express what you cannot express in real life. It doesn't mean that I'm not joyful in real life. I'm quite, uh, I'm quite the same. But I, at the same time, I really use uh, the the stage and the music to express, uh, yes, what, what is not that easy to express in real life. And I'm using it as well to tell some stories. I consider myself more like a storyteller than a singer. I, I'm, I'm not thinking that much. I'm not thinking I want to put classical, I want to put drama, I want to put ta ta, -ta in my music. I'm, I'm really thinking I want to put myself and it, let's see what, what will happen. I, 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 I'm trying not to, to be stuck into, um, um, into jazz or into a um, uh, style. I, I'm really just trying to, okay, 
I'm I'm using that to 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 express something something which is impossible to express. And I'm really feeling that. And I I can I love lots of artist work who are not that joyful, who are just expressing something really special from themselves. And it doesn't matter if if they are not, if they are very introverts, everything can happen. I think which is really interesting is when you are feeling that really the the, the person is expressing something really, really special from from herself. I, I think this is interesting. And uh, yes, I'm really trying to do that. It would be very reductive because you're French for me to then say, let me talk to you about the, you know, typical French chanteurs and, you know, sort of someone like Edith Piaf or whatever. But uh, what I enjoy about your music is that there are a lot of different facets. In fact, you said you're not trying to be one thing and just do that. (laughs) It's just your personality. It is. It's very authentic. And I thought it was so lovely hearing the song Bercus, Bercus? Berceuse. Berceuse. Merci. On Le Tigre, because it showed a different side of your voice. It, and, it, and it did remind me a little bit of the classic French chanteurs. Is that, is that music that you listen to or take inspiration from? Not because you're French, but just, you know. No, no. Uh, yes, completely. But I took, we can say that I have really cat uh, for... Um, for um side i i'm i'm really putting my influences from um, classical music from uh, brazilian music from jazz of course and from um all this um tradition french tradition of uh, theater cabaret theater um, and of course barbara leo ferré gainsbourg um i have i i really think that uh, we have this in the patrimoine, French patrimoine. We we really have that, and and I I think it's quite fun to to connect it with uh, improvisation and with jazz. So yes, I'm I'm really I'm really putting uh, put, put my influences are coming from that as well. Yes, clearly. Well, it's it's also another side of you. Actually, that is the opening track, hey, isn't it, of Le Tigre, versus? So, uh, yes, it's a, an opening and uh, and and the closing and the closing as well because I'm yeah, yeah. singing it in Portuguese. You know what? Actually, the song that I was thinking of was probably was Tantan, where it's it sounded a lot like a it, it sounded sort of yeah. yeah more French yeah. So that was Tantan, but versus we should say actually is completely different. It shows of a different side to you. It's very gentle. It's um, a lot a lot lighter in terms of your vocal register and timbre. And uh, it's beautiful. I think the music was written by uh, the guitarist on the album, Diego Figueredo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it shows off this other facet of your voice and of your approach. Uh, and as you said, you sing it in French and Portuguese. And you spoke about uh, your music being popular in Brazil and that bringing you to that area and you learning to speak Portuguese, which is very impressive. Um, but and so can you tell us more about what Brazil means to you and how that has become a part of your life and part of your music as a result? Yeah. Uh, I discovered Brazil because I received uh, 10 years ago a scholar, like a scholarship uh, 
from kind of aid from the estates um, to 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 go to Brazil and to collect some um, uh, some stories from from there and to do uh, a play to write a play with that. So it started like that, and I met lots of musicians there. I was singing already. I have always been singing but i was not considering myself like a singer i was singing like that you know and i i the destiny bring brings me lots of lots of collaborations uh, in this travel and i started to learn the language and and i i um i met a program a programmer um, of the festival and he he programmed me the, the the year after uh on the festival to sing so i i really started and i i met lots of uh lots of people who helped me to to grow in uh, in brazil um i i have been as well i have, i have been part of um uh Café Lime Casa, which is a kind of uh, web um, web series uh, um, um, directed by Nelson Parilla, uh, which is very famous in Brazil. So I, I've been part of that. I, I was invited in a, really in, in good places. I, I, I met Hermeto Pascual. I, I met. I played with Ivan Lins. Uh, so I, I really connect with uh, with lots of people there. And I, I really feel that um, I feel like a, like like at home when I'm there. I, I at the beginning I, I was thinking that maybe it was an illusion, and because you know uh, Brazil is so beautiful and people are so open, and and, and I really had the same sensation uh, after 15 times. I know that every everywhere there are lots of different spots and. But I really feel uh, when I'm speaking in Portuguese, I really feel um, like it, it feels natural. So lots of things feels natural uh, in Brazil, in the culture, in uh, lo lots of Brazilian uh, I met uh, are, are, are telling me it, it, it became a joke that I am the most uh, Brazilian French girl than <laughs> that, that they already met, and uh, and I think it's a very 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 funny, yeah. funny uh, sentence. So yes. So you're honorary Brazilian by this point. Apparently, and I really feel that way. I I didn't know that, but I really feel that way. So that there is something Brazilian uh, inside yeah. inside. Well, I, it's, I mean, it definitely feels like it fits you, um, fits you like a glove. And it's lovely to hear you working with Diego. And uh, for listeners out there, there's a lovely video. You mentioned uh, Nelson Faria. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah. There's a lovely video of you singing Your Giant Steps with him mm -hmm. playing guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's great. So, and it's, it's, you're singing in the French, but he's, you know, He's Brazilian, and so you get both worlds just coming together. It's awesome. Yeah, completely. It's it's kind of a crazy, crazy mix. Uh, and finally, why not? <laughs> why not?
Excusez-moi, a quick break for me to tell you how you can best support the jazz session if that's something that appeals to you. This podcast is made possible thanks to the enthusiasm and generosity of listeners who enjoy these conversations so much that they decide to become Patreon members over at the Jazz Sessions Patreon page. Patreon is such a big thing nowadays that of course the Jazz Session has a page because the Jazz Session really is on the cusp of everything that is cool and wonderful, especially in the world of jazz. Anyway, I digress. If you're interested in more information, you can head to thejazzsession.com slash join, thejazzsession.com slash join to find out more information on how you can become a Patreon member today. There are two tiers of membership that you can opt into, either $5 a month or $10 a month. Each tier has its own set of perks and monthly bonus episodes. And if you head there, you'll be able to find out more about what's in store if you do decide to join our community over at Patreon. Thejazzsession.com slash join is where you should go if that's something that might interest you. Now, back to my conversation with Camille. Cammy, you mentioned earlier, I mean, this whole thing kind of started for you because you love transcribing. You love learning instrumental jazz solos and singing them. Uh, you said it, it is less common for vocalists to do it, but it's also less common for vocalists to tackle the very fast, virtuosic solos. Although, of course, it can be done and you are doing it. What is it that you love about solos that are fast, with lots of quavers, lots of eighth notes? Is it the technical challenge? Is it the adrenaline? I, I'm really liking to, ima- to, to put my voice, uh, to turn my voice as an instrument. I, I like the idea of that I am free, um, fr- of freedom. Uh, I, I'm really using improvi- improvisation uh, to, to, to really feel more and more freedom. I, so, of course, uh, it's not, Maybe that common to 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 listen to to, to some very very fast uh, phrases uh, with voice, but I'm I don't like that much doing fast things. You know, I'm not. I, I think there are many many singers with, uh, who are really better than I uh, in bebop uh, scat. I, I'm, you know, I'm I think. I think I really have, uh, it's, it's really connected to freedom, really. And when, when you are entered into bebop and there, there are lots of rules and, and I like it, but I'm, I'm really using um, improvisation just to feel free. I, when I, I feel stuck into something, into a style, into, I'm, I'm not, I'm not liking it that much. And I was quite stuck because lots of people uh, knew me, discovered me because of the virtuosity. And it's true that I can do that, but it's not the thing I'm, I like to do the most. I, I'm, it's, it's not, I'm, not, I'm not liking to do it because it's fast. And... Um, 
I don't know. I don't know if I if I'm if I am clear, but um, I I I love as well. I love, and maybe I am better um, improvising on on some ballads on some stuff. Really, 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 sto really slow and imitating trumpet and uh, doing doing new sound. I, in fact, voila, I think it's clear in my head. I'm really looking for discovering some new sound with my voice. I'm not, this, I'm not looking for uh, doing some fast stuff. Uh, it can be fast, but it can be slow as well. Uh, and I think it, uh, it was not that clear in my head one year ago, you know, and it, it's becoming clear. It's very interesting because, as you said, that's kind of what made people sit up and go, ah, who is this girl and what does she do? But I think if anybody goes, it's, and Le Tigre is a big album. It's a, it's a long album. There's a lot of music on it. And it, if people go and listen to it, they will hear the range of what you can do and of what interests you. So I think you've done a very good job in, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And I'm not improvising that much in, in Le Tigre. Uh, I'm improvising, but you know, it's not, okay, uh, the main melody, uh, improvisation of the voice, improvisation. It's not uh, in the classical um, uh, structure of um, of jazz. I'm really letting that. I'm really, I, I just want to improvise when I want. If I want to improvise in an introduction, just in an introduction, why not? If I want to improvise just at the end, why not? If I don't want to improvise, I want to improvise. I, I, I really, I really don't feel like, um, you know, the, the structure, the, the, I don't like when it's strict. I, 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 I knew that, uh, I, I really experimented that at the conservatory. When it's strict, when, okay, now you have to improvise. Now you have to, no, 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 I, I don't like that, so. Yeah, so that's how you live your musical life now as well. You're like, if it feels good, if it makes me feel free, great. Exactly, exactly. Doublé d'un autre, toi tu t'entortilles dans ton double jeu alors que je il n'y a pas trop de jeu, tu le moi et trop de moi peuvent tuer le jeu, je ne suis plus si tu Tantôt tonique, tapageur, tantôt tremblot, tantrouillard, tantôt tambour ou tout au fond du tiroir, tantôt tango, fêtard, tantôt tricot, train, train, couche tôt, tantôt tolard, tantôt gentil dactylo. Do you ever not feel like singing? Are there days where you're like, I don't feel like, you know, even just for fun to yourself, mm -hmm. practicing? Yeah, but it, it, of course it happens. But I think which is really interesting to to to. It's a little like meditation. Uh, you know, sometimes you you if you maybe you meditating, you don't want to meditate, and sometimes you it's the moment. They are the moments you really need the most to meditate. And well, I'm really ex. I'm really experimented that when I'm, I don't feel to sing and I have to, I think I want to put it in my music. You know, I, I really, when I am on stage, 
I'm really here not to, to be a good singer. I'm not here for that. I'm, I'm here to express um, the, the, the truth inside myself. So I am using my real emotions and I'm putting it there, them into my music. If, if I am trying to be good, I won't be good. Okay, I have to be a good singer. It, it, it won't work, you know. But if I am telling to myself, okay, I don't want to sing, but I have to. So I'm not going to sing. I'm going to do some art. And what is art? Art is expression. I'm going to express, even if it's something strange, even if it's, but I am going to turn it into music, to turn what I'm feeling into music. That's, that's the thing. I think that's beautifully put. And I think that's so valuable for a lot of young musicians, but certainly um, young vocalists and other vocalists, not just young ones, to hear, to hear you say. Yeah, yeah. and at the most of the time, every, everything changed, you know. Uh, you, you, you don't feel to do something. And finally, just by expressing the, but being, being really expressing the truth, everything is changing. You will, you will, you will discover that after, after three songs, you, you will feel so, so, so much better. And the, the most of the time, for me, it's that. For me, uh, singing almost, almost all the time is uh, is giving me some some good good energy the, the most of the time. Beautifully said. And Camille, are you working on the next recording now? What's what's next? Ah, uh, the thing is that um, I have a project I already recorded um, with uh, the Brussels Jazz Orchestra. Uh, um, a project uh, on Gainsbourg. So I think it will be released in two, 2022, but I, I don't know exactly when. The thing, it's a really special moment because my album, my last album, Lotic, was like, like you know, was released uh, last year. So in the middle of the pandemic. And I didn't have enough time to tour it because I really feel that there is several steps. We have to we have to record uh, we, we are thinking uh, about a project we are recording it and after we are touring it and it's really a process and so I did I haven't finished that I, I need to I need to develop the project on stage I really uh, need the to, to, to see the 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 appreciation of of the audience i really feel i, I need to feel the audience now and I, I i haven't so for me it's really hard to focus on a new project even if i will do it even if i will do it because we 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 don't have uh, we have no choice we we we, we have to advance so um, so i am i am a little in, the, in this uh, middle uh, I, I don't at the same time i want really to to to, to finish the tour with le tigre and I, I am starting to think about new project but for me it's quite hard because um, it's not finished i'm not done with uh, le tigre so 
I like how you describe that. I think a lot of people um, aren't aware that you get, you need closure. And as you say, there are different chapters of the lifespan of an album or a, a set of music. Yeah, it's... And I think often, yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah, it, no, it's no. really like a child. It's a really... Uh, yes. he, he has to He has to grow and you, you cannot um, go... Move on. Way. You, you cannot go faster than it has to be. Yeah. Yeah, you can't have another child while the one child is still wearing diapers. And, yeah, exactly. You know. you, 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 if you feel that you really want to spend time with the, the this child, uh, maybe it's not the moment. If you if you feel that it's not the moment, you, you cannot force yourself. So I think we all look forward to, I'm sure audiences look forward to getting to hear Le Tigre live and to see you on tour. And then we can look forward to whatever comes next. And very, yeah. very excited. <laughs> Kami, I just love talking to you today. I love the way that you communicate how music is interwoven into your life. And it's just been fantastic. And I can't wait for, yeah, for all of the Jazz Session listeners to get to hear you talk about your life and music and for them to get to hear your music as well on this show. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much, Nikki, too to invite me to, to speak about my, my work, so. Oh, it's a pleasure. Um, so yeah, merci beaucoup. Merci. Merci beaucoup to today's guest, Camille Berto. If you want to find out more about where you can find Camille's music, she has so many fantastic albums out, and I'm sure that there are new collaborations and releases that are imminent, I would suggest that you head to her website, camilleberto.com, and that will point you in the right direction, no doubt. I will make a note in the show notes for the episode of all the music that was played throughout our interview so that you can find out what was played and what was talked about there. Thank you to the Respect Sextet at respectsextet.com for the theme music. Uh, please do feel free to follow the Jazz Session on social media. On Twitter, you'll find the show at Jazz Sesh, and on Instagram and Facebook at The Jazz Session. There is also a YouTube channel to which you can subscribe if you want to watch, yes, see, video excerpts of my conversations with this season's guests, including Camille. 
You can support The Jazz Session by becoming a Patreon member at thejazzsession.com slash join. And do feel free to rate and review this podcast and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Please do join me again next week for another conversation about jazz and life here on The Jazz Session, the original jazz interview podcast. I'm Nikki Schrera. Thank you for listening and a bientôt.